Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Richard Painter about to join us as we welcome you back for hour number two on WCCO Radio. You've heard Richard uh, many times in this station. He's been very visible for a long time. Probably the public became most notable, or at least initially, let's phrase it that way, when the uh, middle of uh, George W. Bush's uh, second term, he was the ethics lawyer for George W. Bush. He has spoken out on ethical issues in this state at the federal level for uh, decades. He right now is the Walter Ritchie Professor of Corporate Law at the U of M. And he's run for political office himself. Multiple times he ran for the first congressional seat in 2022. He ran against Tina Smith in 2018. And little birdies are telling us, to quote my friend Charlie Walters, that Richard Painter is giving deep thought to running for the third congressional district seat, the one that Dean Phillips is now vacating as he is running for president. So, Richard, again, on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline, a pleasure as always, sir. Uh, thanks so much for coming on. Can you confirm you are running for the third district seat to represent the state of Minnesota? Well, I'm very seriously thinking about it. Uh, and uh, I'm exploring right now uh, whether uh, this is going to be a feasible run. I very much want to do it. I very much want to represent the people of the third congressional district in Washington, D.C. But I'm going to emphasize from the beginning, that I do not have uh, what other candidates have in this race and what I did not have in 2018 and uh, again uh, in 2022, and that's money. And that's what this is about and why I want to run. I have a message, and I believe that this message is critically important, that we have way too much money in politics in both political parties. Money is corrupting our political system. And we've seen it here in Minnesota with the sulfide mining companies, foreign-owned sulfide mining companies, uh, and other special interests that seek to destroy our waterways in Minnesota. We see many other examples in Minnesota and around the country of how money dictates what happens in St. Paul and in Washington, D.C. And my message to voters is we need to put a stop to that. If we want a real democracy, we cannot have our two political parties beholden to money to interest. And that's the message I'm going to be bringing to this campaign. Okay, you raise a lot of interesting points. Let, let's get to the third uh, district. If you run, which party are you running under? 
I'm still thinking about uh, what my options are, uh, where to run in the Democratic Farmer Labor Party, uh, to go back to the Republican Party and run as an independent. But I will tell you that the uh, Republican Party at this point uh, has abandoned democracy in our country, sadly, uh, by following Donald Trump. I will very much hope that there's another nominee for president of Donald Trump. But if the Republican Party runs uh, President Trump again, uh, I don't do not see how I could run on their ticket. Uh, the Democratic Farmer Labor Party uh, has hope uh, for uh, advancing democracy in this state and in the country. But once again, we need to clean corruption out of both political parties. And the Democrats do not clean their house of corruption and servitude to wealthy contributors. They will lose this next election. It's critically important to focus on this. Uh, we have a study from the Pew Research Center that found that less than 15 percent of Americans have trust in their government most of the time. And our elected officials are destroying the middle class, which stabilizes our democracy by exchanging public policy for campaign, campaign contributions. And then they're surprised when the public doesn't trust them. And this is a problem in both political parties. And that's what we need to focus on. Well, then why not just election. why not just say now you're going to run as an independent or is the concern with that? If you run as an independent, can you win? Well, that's something I'm going to seriously consider. But let me get back to the Democratic Farmer Labor Party, because the DFL can turn this around. The DFL does not have to tolerate corruption uh, in its ranks. And uh, both parties are totally involved with the corruption on the national and state level. And everyone, including the media, has ignored all the studies, all the warnings uh, that the people are fed up and want to throw the rascals out. We need term limits. Uh, term limits are an absolute must. And so I believe the Democratic Farmer Labor Party could endorse a reform platform. Dean Phillips had some of these elements in his platform when he ran for Congress in 2018. The problem is we need to get it done. Richard that's Painter. That's going to be my focus. Okay. Richard Painter is with us. Familiar name and voice is 13 past one. I, I Listen, if we can find a way legally to dramatically change the amount of money in politics, sign me up. I'll back you up. But you know this better than I as a highly skilled attorney that many times these uh, limitations, these financial financial limitations have headed to court and they've come up short. So how do we how do we come up whether it's at the state level or federal level limiting money where the court does say, nope, that's not allowed? Well, that's the citizen United decision, other decisions from the U.S. Supreme Court. And we need to confront the court on that. Uh, and we need to think about ways we can publicly finance campaigns. There are a lot of strategies that have not been ruled unconstitutional by the U.S. Supreme Court. But second, we don't have to allow money to shape legislation. We can simply say no to the big money. And that's why I go back to that 2021 study by the Humphrey School that showed that you had money interests that were shaping legislation uh, here in Minnesota. And we can't accept that. Uh, and that includes whether it's mining legislation. We can't seem to get out of the legislature a bill that will require mining companies to prove it's safe first before they get a permit, as opposed to polluting the water. And then we worry about what, why 
we got where we were. We need to pass legislation to protect our clean water in this state from Polymet, uh, which is controlled by Glencore, a company that does Swisscom. It does business with Vladimir Putin and uh, from uh, the other sulfide mining companies. Special interests are destroying our democracy, will destroy our environment. And that's the message we need to stand up to the money interest, whether or not the Supreme Court wants to allow the money into politics. We have a Democratic caucus in the state legislature in the Senate that apparently has a rule that if one member of the caucus objects to a bill, it can't get to the floor of the Senate. And that's true. That is a fundamental attack on democracy to give one member. Yeah, that's outrageous. Over a bill. Uh, Utterly Uh, outrageous. Bills. Yes, absolutely. And we need to stop that. And that's that's going to be the message of our campaign. We don't have to let the money shape legislation. Again, if true, that is, that is outrageous. Okay, let's. I want to. I want to give you a little more of an opportunity on the mining issue, because I know that matters to you. You know, I've talked to former Governor Arnold Carlson. I mean, dozens and dozens of times about it. It's an issue which is germane to him. How much of this, Richard, is on the public? That the public has just a casual interest in this story, and if they paid more attention. There would be more pressure on this story. There would be more scrutiny on this story, and this story and the results might change. Absolutely. The public needs to care. Clean water is this state's most valuable asset. We are the land of 10,000 lakes. Now, we want 10,000 polluted lakes with sulfide mining. Literally, look at the pictures. We'll make the waterways of this state look like the hair dye used by the former president of the United States. We don't want that orange in our water. Uh, and, you know, that's something we need to confront right now. Think about who these companies are. Uh, Polymat was set up as a front for Glencore. Polymat never was an independent corporation. It was a front for Glencore. Now it's entirely controlled by Glencore. The investors got ripped off in Polymat. And Glencore, who are they? They're a company that was set up by Mark Rich, who was a tax evader, who was pardoned by President Clinton. Uh, they, uh, Glencore does business with Vladimir Putin. They, the CEO re- received medals from Vladimir Putin. They have a horrible environmental record all over the world and a record for corruption all over the world. And yes, they're going to attempt to corrupt and I believe have corrupted the Minnesota legislature, just like every other government all over the world, where they want to extract natural resources and leave a mess behind. And then, you know, they're going to do that to our state. And then we talk about Twin Metals right in the middle of the boundary waters. And the Antifagasta, controlled by a billionaire from Chile, who when he wanted his permit, what did he do? He rented a house to Jared and Ivanka Trump of all people, in 2017 in Washington, D.C. Now, he's not in the real estate business. Why is he going to rent a house to Jared Ivanka Trump? Because he wanted to get in with the Trump administration. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, I mean, so we can let, let foreign billionaires run this state and let, ruin our water. I need to jump in because we're running out of time. I'm going to get to two last points here. You're, you're clear on Trump. Uh, we're, we're also in agreement on Trump. Okay. But for folks who look at the DFL in this state and say, man, you just you, you ran the tables. You didn't work with the Republicans at all. And we think you've moved too far to the left. For those folks who are listening right now, what do you say to them? 
I'm not far to the left. I, I'm with a, uh, with everybody else in America who wants the big money out of politics. This isn't a left-right issue. I don't want foreign billionaires coming in here and polluting the, uh, uh, the boundary waters. I don't think that's a left-right issue. Indeed, I'm a conservative. I want to conserve the waterways of this state, conserve the environment. I want to conserve the federal budget. I'd like to see lower taxes and a lower budget, and we're going to get there if we get the corruption out of Washington. The reason the government is spending so much money on everything from military contractors to everyone else's feather in their nest is that all that you need to do to dip your fingers into the federal honeypot is set up a lobby shop at K Street in Washington and dump money into political campaigns. So this is a conservative agenda, uh, much more than it would be a leftist agenda, but this is an American agenda. We need to clean up Washington. We need to clean up our state legislature in St. Paul. Okay, so let's let's button up just a timeline here, because you know there are a number of names already in the race to replace Dean Phillips. You're saying you're giving deep thought and deep consideration to running to, to win that race and represent the state as the third district congressman. When is your timeline? When do you need to make this decision by? Well, I'm going to think about the timeline. Right now I'm thinking about the message. And I'd like to debate for the other candidates, including Kelly Morrison, one of the leading candidates. But if you're not in the uh, race, they're, they're not going to debate you. Uh, we have, uh, uh, we've had debate, debated other candidates. I debated, uh, Jeff Ettinger, uh, when I was seeking the first, uh, uh congressional, uh, district seat. Uh, we could have debates and we must have debates. Debates are critical. Candidates who don't want to debate shouldn't be going to Washington. We need to debate the issues in front of the voters. And one of the questions I'm going to have, uh, for Senator Morrison is, what are we doing in St. Paul to fix corruption in the Minnesota legislature, to change this this block that one member of the DFL caucus can have on getting legislation to the floor, such as legislation to protect our waterways? Because if we can't clean up St. Paul, we shouldn't be going to Washington. Richard, thank you for your time. We'll pay close attention. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. Richard Painter. You want to react to Richard? You certainly can at any point. 21 past 1. How do you reach us on the WCC Radio Talk and text line? 651-461-9226. Maybe we should just sponsor it, Dave. I mean, we could, you know. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the Harrigan uh, text line. How much are you in for? I got a buck in my back pocket right now. That's fine. Buck? I, I don't. You don't? I might have a couple coins at my desk. Yeah, I got some coins. You know. Okay. I don't know who's in charge of the text line. Right now we're in for, I probably have about four bucks. Back of my office. I think that's worth it. Odyssey will take it, baby. Yeah, they'll take it. So it's the uh, Harrigan text line, 651-461-9226 on the Harrigan text line. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Here we go. Feb 4th. February 4th. I know, by the way, uh, my guy Neil Justin suggesting in his 10 shows to look forward to that Neil put something out there. If you're naive, you, you must be naive to think this is it. I don't think this is a stunt by Larry. They've thought about ending the show many times. The last season, he was going to walk in the pool and die. So I think this is it. Until it's not. Mm. You you can think it's it, but I mean, how many? It's about twenty years now. This is the thirteenth season. I think, it's, it's, a, I think it's the 13th season, but it might have even started like in late 90s. I mean, there's been long hiatuses. Oh, right? yeah. There was where, like, where you thought the show might not come back. Yeah, Larry was yeah, certainly yeah, saying, yeah. I think I'm done. Now, but, it seems more official this time. They, I don't think, I don't, see, maybe, maybe I'm forgetting, right? But I don't think they ever said before, uh, this is it. This is the finale. I don't they, think it's they ever took, sounded so definitive. Yeah, yes. They, they took breaks. Um, Okay, on Painter. Big fan of the pre- of former president. Yeah, he's a big fan. Um, I have not definitively heard that idea that with the DFL, if one person's against it, they can't bring it up. That would be just despicable. <laughs> now, they, they, they ran the show last time, right? The Democrats ran it. They didn't work at all with the Republicans. Now, their comeback is, guess what? Uh, Republicans just philosophically look at issues so different than us, and we won. Uh, I'm a centrist. I, I think there were many opportunities last session where Governor Walls and the Democrats could have worked with the Republicans, including when they were spending billions and billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars. Okay. Um, I want more Richard Painters um, to run, more centrist candidates. I'd love to see more people run as an independent. That's a, that's a, that's our most, what purple district I would say right now, wouldn't you say the third district? Yeah. You know, it was, it was, it was the rammer for a long time. It was Paulson for a a long time. Uh, Dean won a very close race against Eric Paulson. Uh, Between that and Angie's district. Yeah, no, no, you're right. You're right. Maybe that, that one might even be more purple, but those are the two. We got to just stop it being run by the two parties. We just have to be. Our country is 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 can be so much better if we have three, four, five options than just two. 
She's so much better because they're just dominated by – we'll get to some of the shenanigans at 207 that would, which took place today. I think it was – I think it was a little bit more on the Republicans today, but the Democrats are fully capable of it. And by the way, Hunter Biden showed to start the shenanigans. So it's not like the, the Democrats can act innocent because he because he showed. But man, what, how great would it be to go in, you know, for that moment? Because it's really, you know, it's not that great to vote, but it's it's an amazing opportunity. But to go in there and it's not just here's the damn here's the Republican. And by the way, now. Here's the dam further to the left. Here's the right further to the right. And there's like five viable different candidates to pick from. That's what we should have. It's not that tough. It is not that tough. We should limit money. We should have term limits. We should buy, probably pay more to get better people in there. And, and we all should be involved more so the extremes don't dominate the show. Because when the extremes dominate the show – I don't think we're better off myself. But, by the way, there are plenty of people on the far right, plenty of people on the far left who say, you're wrong. We're super principled. You guys in the middle are squishy. Don't buy that up. I'm kind of squishy in the middle, <laughs> but not in the way. Okay, Sopranos, 25 years ago today. Twofold, because you've kind of taken this. Is Sopranos the greatest HBO show? And is Sopranos the greatest drama of all time? Simple as that. Greatest drama of all time, and is it the greatest HBO show of all time? I'd love for you to text in on the Harrigan text line. We've declared it the Harrigan text line today. Who knows? Maybe permanently. We're in for like five bucks for it right now. Uh, you said you're in for four. I don't think I can. You're not in for a buck? I don't know. I thought you were in for a buck. So well, like I said, five. I'll check the change at the desk. I don't know if I have a full dollar or not. All right, we're in for four bucks. Six, five, one. Change. Four, six, one, nine, two, two, six. It's an awesome, awesome theme song. Right? It is. With the visuals, too, driving through it's the town. perfect. Mm-hmm. And it kind of kicks up a little bit here. And then when it gets out of the vehicle. Yep. It's great. I was telling you, like, last week when we talked Starsky and Hutch, that was like a great opening sequence. Similar shows, too. Very similar. <laughs> Very similar. Um, all right, Dave Harrigan, you're first. Let's go. We should be getting tons of texts on this. Is Sopranos the greatest drama of all time? And is Sopranos the greatest HBO show of all time? I'm with a texter here because HBO was running a marathon. Um, maybe in this whole week, I stumbled upon three of them last week during the run where they were wondering if Pussy was wearing the wire. And it's been out for a long time. There are no spoiler alerts here. He was. Oh, really? He was. Took him out in the boat. I didn't know that. Took him out in the boat. That didn't go well. Bang, 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 bang. It's a lot of bangs. There were a lot of shots. (laughs) (laughs) There were three of them out there. Yeah. Um, Pussy, gone. I mean, just watching three episodes and reminding it's phenomenal television. It, it, David Chase and what they did, how they shaped everything. I still see. I think Sopranos was consistently better than Breaking Bad. I just think Breaking Bad at its best is the best for me. 
I thought the I thought the first season of Breaking Bad, eh, where Sopranos opening episode, I was like, wow, what is this? I, remember, I honestly, I remember I was at Wolves were in Orlando. I watched the first episode in Orlando and I went, start the second episode. This is <laughs> um, amazing. Did so many things, so many episodes, so many regulars who were amazing. Then folks who became fixtures of seasons for five, six episodes, most likely ended up dead, you know? Um, when you thought maybe we've done enough on the mob, Mm-mm. no, we haven't. Because it was so relatable to other personal issues. Family bleep show stuff, seeing the therapist. Mm-hmm. What was happening at the bada bing? Everybody else, like we played Nika Costa for a reason. Everybody's got their something. Everybody had their something, including the cops are coming to get us. Pussy's wearing a wire. Uh, can I trust Junior? Uh, my mom and her issues. Johnny Sachs, you know, all that. The babes on the side. Carmela, can I trust her? What was happening with the kids? Killing your your main guy later. Phenomenal. And I probably can change my mind quickly on this, but I, I just have it just barely below breaking bad because I just think there's I just think there's four or five breaking bad episodes when you're like, can't be better than this. Cannot be better. And it just it, I just love the slow burn of breaking bad of finding out, again, it's been out a long time. There's no spoiler alerts here. Wait, you're Walt, you're Heisenberg? <laughs> Whoa, you're the one who knocks? Yeah. So I got Breaking Bad 1, I got Sopranos 2. Breaking Bad is my easy number one. Easy, clear cut. Clear cut. Um, okay. You mentioned season one of Breaking Bad. For me, it was Aaron Paul. It took me a long time to... Warm yep. up to him. Yep. Warm up to his character. I just didn't think he was very good early on, but he got a lot better and was obviously essential to the entire run of the show. Yeah. Yo. Yo. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yo, Mr. White. Yeah. Uh, Yo. Okay, I can't say that one. Yeah, no, I don't do that. Yeah. That said, I mean, the rest of season one I still think was phenomenal. Do you? Yes, I do. Maybe I, maybe I have to go back and watch again. To me, it just takes me episodes. It took me a few episodes to get into it. Oh, I think even... Was it episode, even episode one? Maybe episode two when he's got the guy locked in the basement and Walter eventually takes care of it. I mean, that was, yeah. okay, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Chemistry yeah. teacher's already gone bad. Let's see how this goes. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, Sopranos, I, maybe I need to give it another shot. You're not saying you didn't like the Sopranos. I'm telling you I got about five or six episodes in. You hate Italians? Is that what it is? I like their food. My brother is a huge Sopranos fan. And he had the whole, you know, season box set DVDs back when that was a thing. And he said, hey, all right, you got to watch this because I never was in on it when when it was actually on on air. And I got about six episodes in and I just said, it's just not grabbing me. There was specifically one episode early on where they focused on Tony's kids having trouble in school. Get and I, out of here. But this is just a terrible Cook. episode. Cook, come in. Oh, you Come know. back. Oh, come on, please. You don't want We'll that. talk Star Wars. <laughs> you don't want that, and you don't mean that. 
Um, but I respect it, and I respect that I'm probably wrong. And yeah, I, no. I, I should probably, give it another shot. You are wrong. I, I should give it another shot, and maybe I will now that we've had 25 years. Please, no spoiler alerts. <laughs> no, no more than The Wire. Is it HBO's best show? No, it's not. Because you're going to say Curb. Yeah, well, it's the best show ever, so I, I have to say it. Is it an easy number, too? What else? Let's let, let's let's pause on that. We're getting a bunch of texts now. Because I've got some that would absolutely okay. give it a fight. Okay. What what else is uh, – because for me, Curbs, it's just it, – well, it's, like I said, it's my favorite show ever, so it's number one. It, okay, so Sopranos is not your number two. What is number two for you? I think a lot of people, depending on the type of show they love, Game of Thrones had a heck of a run. Liked Sex it. in the City had a heck of a run. Liked Game of Thrones, didn't love it, and I just thought the last season was just bad. Sex in the City, as two guys sitting here, underrated. I, Kathleen and I used to watch it all the time. Carla yeah. obsessed with it. Obsessed with it. We obviously lived together for a long time. I mean, I'd come home or I'd come downstairs. Oh, hey, seen this episode seven times before. I mean, she... <laughs> She was Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah. You know, I mean, she absolutely loved that show. Sex in the City, great. The Wire. Like, mm-hmm. for me, it's Breaking Bad, Sopranos, The Wire, as your iconic all-time dramas. And, you know, for me, like, for me, talk about a show that grabs you right away. The Wire, first episode. Grab your popcorn. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get more. Ooh, Popcorn. You've, you've turned. You've I changed. Didn't mean big that. popcorn guy. Was that uh, was the expression? Popcorn's garbage. Uh, what do you got? Greatest drama of all time. Greatest HBO show of all time. It could be a spinoff too. The show where the first episode was so good, it grabbed you. Because I'll give you a show where the first episode was so good to grab me was Lost. That first episode, two hours, the plane crash, and everything which happened and lost until the finale I loved. Doesn't mean I, 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 the enjoyment of all the other episodes, I just wanted more out of the finale. Some people feel that about Sopranos. I may have felt that initially. Now I love it. Now I think it worked. And I I think I changed pretty quick on that. 651-461-9226. We just were talking sex in the city. So here's the, uh, the theme for sex the city um i'm getting a number text too on pete carroll pete carroll is it is this now official that pete carroll is uh pete carroll is moving to an advisory role so was he fired they really fired him um uh, Team owner jody allen announced wednesday after thoughtful meetings of careful consideration for the best interest of the franchise. Hmm. Pete Carroll, I got a feeling he wanted, uh, he thought the best interest of the uh, of the Seahawks was his, was him continuing. Sounds like some folks did not agree. Mm. And they get to own the team. Mm-hmm. So they have, uh, they have final say. Pete Carroll, if this is it, heck of a run. That's Pete. 72. 72. Pretty good. Very healthy. 72. Yes, moves very well. Likes to throw that rock. Um, National championship, Super Bowl, 
made the move at just the right time out of USC. Yeah, he started the fire and he ran. Close personal friend. Uh, early salad days as a defensive coach here in Minnesota with mm-hmm. Bud and these guys. Uh, failure with the Jets and Patriots. When he was hired at SC, it was kind of like, uh, and then he built uh, a, cop, a pop culture in football dynamo. Yeah. They weren't just winning. Snoop and Will Ferrell and everybody was, was there. Helps to be winning in L.A. Helps to be winning in get L.A. some people involved. And lost one of the greatest college football games ever, the uh, Vince Young game yeah. that they lost. If, if uh, Flores leaves, he can uh, be the defense coordinator next year. You okay with that? That'd be fine. Dexter. Someone says, specifically season four with John Lithgow. John Lithgow. As great, as highly regarded as he is, he's still underrated. He's amazing in so much of what he does. He can do everything from serious drama. I mean, Shakespearean serious drama to goofy comedy. Yes. Everything. Villains. Heroes. He, uh... Does not give enough praise. I have not watched Dexter. I know I've read the stories about it. I know people hated the ending. Then it, I think it came back. Yes. Uh, did you watch much much of your Dexter? It's another one. I gave it a shot. Guy about now ten episodes. It was, liked it. Didn't love it. Everyone did or none does not have HBO. We're aware. Six feet under. What uh, What did you think of Six Feet Under? Didn't Never watch saw it. it. Never saw it. Again, highly regarded. Uh, the Americans. I'm, I'm on record. The two most underrated shows of the last 20 years for me. Patriot. I just responded to my friend Charge here on uh, the uh, the Twitter machine. But Charge is the one who told me Patriot. Love it. Two phenomenal seasons. If, 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 if I could pick a show in the category now is show that only ran for one or two seasons and you want another one. Number one on my list, Patriot. And then the Americans. There was one year in the middle, which I thought was a bit too slow. But, again, I'm a slow burn show. I know, like, as a lover, you're quick, flash, you know, finish quickly. I, you know, <laughs> I like to be there for a while. I like to – I think of others. You're just thinking about yourself. Got you things and, to do. You're, you and uh, quick draw McGraw Carter. <laughs> um, but uh, the Americans had that slow build. And, again – Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, stand in the garage scene. I think the greatest, I'm going to say this, in series finales, the greatest scene of all is Stan and the garage scene when he knows who they are. So good. Mad Men. Dan Cook's pick. Cook loves Mad Men. Big John Hamm guy. Well, Cook, Cook belongs in the 50s. Like Cook and I used to have the debate a lot. He didn't think the husband even needed to be at the hospital for the birthing process. <laughs> what? You know, be at the ball game, get a phone call. Call me when it's done. Call him done. And if and if and if you have to be at the hospital, lobby. <laughs> I'm not making that up, Cook. If you're here, you can just give me the thumbs up. Maybe at the ball game that might have been a little. A little bit much, but I mean, if the team's in, in town, in you the, got tickets. What are you going to do in in the lobby? Uh, somebody's suggesting Sopranos so much better than Breaking Bad. I don't agree. I don't agree. The fact that Breaking Bad pulled off what they pulled off on network 
done over the air TV. Yeah. Not never is amazing. Uh Hubby and I rewatching Sopranos was the best until Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, best on HBO. Yeah. I mean the the I think I like Better Call Saul uh, just a little less than Breaking Bad. But as far as prequels go, there's no better prequel, is there? It's untouched and it's not even remotely close. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of good text, too. I appreciate that. Linus Construction Time Check is 157. Time to get your complimentary heat map analysis with your insulation estimate. Our next question now is, did Susie get me the hot chocolate? We'll find out soon. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 